Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Welcome back to another episode of Alter Your Health Live, your source of information and inspiration to promote the holistic transformation of your health and the health of our planet. I'm your host, Dr. Benjamin Alter, and I am co-host list today on today's session. Dr. Susanna is out and about actually on the other coast. I am in Phoenix, Arizona, which is my hometown actually. And Dr. Susanna is in New York, so we don't have her today, but we're still going. And I wanted to talk about some things that have been on my mind and in my heart. Hey, Dr. Bryant, how's it going? Um, on my mind and in my heart as, um, you know, this time of year, the, now. And these things are the topics of fasting and forgiveness, which actually go hand in hand um, for me and for a lot of people who might, you know, be Jewish or have some sort of connection with Judaism or a Jewish faith. Um, just a little bit of background. I don't want to go too much into it, but I was raised Jewish and I grew up and had a bar mitzvah and never really connected with a lot of the, <laughs> with a lot of the teachings and also, a lot of the people, I just didn't really connect with Judaism that much. So I kind of renounced my faith in some way, not officially, but I just didn't connect and I didn't practice and I didn't really think about myself as a Jewish person. But, um, you know, I was, I was born and raised Jewish. And anyways, I'm back home in Phoenix and it happens to be yesterday happened to be the holiday of Yom Kippur, which is the holiest of holidays in the Jewish religion. And this holiday is also known as the Day of Atonement. And on this day, there is a practice of fasting that accompanies the Day of Atonement, um, fasting for just 24 hours from dinner to dinner. And the Day of Atonement is really an, an invitation to go in and take inventory of our how we have wronged ourselves or others in the world over the course of the past year. Because this day, Yom Kippur, happens 
around the beginning of the new Jewish calendar. So anyways, this Day of Atonement is, is just an invitation to forgive and to cleanse, I like to think. So we can, we can think about, for, I, you know, it just kind of struck me yesterday as I, I even went to temple with my family and I sat through over three hours of services, kind of just like, you know, nodding along and smiling and feeling it. And what I was feeling, what, what came present inside of me was this, you know, this energy around cleansing, this idea of cleansing, of renewal. And I think that forgiveness and fasting are both, you know, excellent tools to cleanse and renew the mind, the emotions, the spirit, and of course the body. So that's kind of the focus of what I wanted to get into was this idea of cleansing, um, you know, which is a multidimensional process. You know, a lot of people focus on fasting and a lot of people focus on forgiveness, but I kind of wanted to bring those two together. And so that's what we're doing. So starting with let's see let's start with fasting you know there's this there's a lot of ways to fast you know it's very it's become kind of mainstream very popular in today's world the idea of intermittent fasting of course you know probably everyone out there has heard that term and you know fasting can be anywhere you know from 12 hours to 40 days, you know, and fasting can be with juices, it can be with just, um, you know, raw foods or something like that, really low calorie foods, it can be with water, and it can be without any food or water and at all. So, you know, there's varying degrees of fasting. And really, one thing that I think is really important with any fast well, there's a lot of things that are important. And, you know, to, to kind of preface this whole conversation, the, the, world, the world of fasting, I think, you know, is accessible to anyone and everyone to some degree. But if anyone is wanting to really dive in deeper into a more therapeutic fast for, you know, certain to, you know, heal and reverse certain conditions, it's always best to work with a professional of some sort that can really optimize your experience, you know, just to keep you healthy and also to really get the best bang for your buck, you know, when it comes to fasting. Um, so I think the most important part of the fast is there's, there's two. One is the intention, setting the intention for whatever sort of healing, clearing, cleansing that you might desire. And the other part is the preparation and the preparation of mind with the intention and the preparation of body with, um, you know, having some sort of clean, whole food, plant-based, maybe even lower calorie diet for at least one, two, three, maybe four or five days before you start your like quote unquote fast. So that that's really important, especially for any sort of longer fast that you might desire to, you know, go through. Um, so that's, and then, you know, there's, there's definitely <clears throat> important considerations for anyone that's desiring to take on a longer fast. I don't want to get too hung up in this because I want to talk about other stuff as well. But, 
you know, things like um, proper hydration, if you are on a water fast or a juice fast, is really important. And also things like enemas um, really to promote the education process because through fasting, like I said, it's a way of cleansing, it's a way of detoxifying, it's a way of releasing stuff that's no longer serving us. And we need, in order to optimize that, we need the bowels to be working. We need the bowels to be working, we need the kidneys to be working. And ideally, you also want to you know, let stuff go out through your skin, through sweating. So things like saunas are also a good thing to incorporate into a fast. And that's that's really all I wanted to say about um, fasting for now. Um, but I wanted to touch for a moment on the idea of intermittent fasting, which to me really, you know, it's cool that it's caught on and it has become mainstream, this whole idea of intermittent fasting. And a lot of people ask me what my thoughts are of, of intermittent fasting. And really what I have to say about it is, um, you know, intermittent fasting is really not fasting. It's just normal, healthy eating. Um, you know, you, you think of the, the meal, breakfast, breaking the fast, which happens in the morning after a good night's sleep. And, you know, you eat dinner the night before. And ideally, there's at least 12 hours between dinner and breakfast, right? You eat dinner at 7 p.m. and you eat breakfast, you know, 7 a.m. to me is a pretty early breakfast. So something like eating breakfast at 8 or 9 or 10 a.m., that, you know, in, in today's terms would be an intermittent fast, you know, quote unquote. But to me, like I said, that's really just a normal healthy eating pattern. Um, so, so healthy eating, so a healthy eating pattern, if you can, you know, follow me, just means really not midnight snacking, no midnight snacks. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we're eating dinner, you know, a few hours before bedtime. I like to shoot for a dinner around six or seven and a bedtime around nine or 10, even though I haven't quite been cutting it, truth be told. Um, but then, you know, get a good night's sleep and wake up and have breakfast at like nine, 10 in the morning after a good, you know, exercise and morning routine and stretching and hydration and reflection and these kind of things. Um, and there you have it, a good intermittent, quote unquote, intermittent fast. But like I said, just normal, healthy eating. Some people do like to stretch the intermittent fast out, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 hours. And the, and, you know, from what I've seen, um, there's really no reason to do that. Um, it, it depends on what your goals are, of course. But um, I would say, generally speaking, that keeping your intermittent fast, quote, intermittent fast cl closer to 12, 13, 14 hours is is more optimal. And when we start prolonging the fast, especially many days on end, that can actually be a stress to the body, specifically the adrenals, which are responsible for maintaining, among other things, the, the adrenals maintain your uh, blood sugar levels to keep you energized throughout the day. And if you aren't eating, your adrenals have to work pretty hard to maintain your blood sugar levels. So, you know, be, uh, be a little bit more cautious with longer term, longer duration, in intermittent fasting. Don't want to stress the adrenals. And now to kind of switch gears 
pivot and turn and go deeper into the realms of mind, emotion, and soul, I want to talk about forgiveness, which is really where I think most of us have the greatest opportunity to cleanse. Um, I know, I know I do just like I said, starting this conversation, having, um, just sat for a few hours yesterday in temple, um, during, during the Yom Kippur service, reflecting on forgiveness and on this day of atonement is another word for, for Yom Kippur. And, you know, I, I just thought, wow, like, you know, there is so much in there that gets kind of internalized and stuck and I don't think about it. And sometimes I like to believe that if I'm not thinking about it, then it's not doing, doing me any trouble in the realm of my mind, emotion and spirits. You know, if I just kind of forget and let go, um, then it, then it's just gone. And that kind of happens sometimes, but sometimes I feel like there are opportunities to let go on a deeper level. And when I mean let go, I mean kind of clear and cleanse the judgments around situations, around people, around specific occurrences. And I think we can be in a state of forgiveness kind of constantly. It's not really necessarily a practice. Well, it is a practice and it's a way to be, to just be forgiving. You know, you don't have to forgive and apologize and make amends like in, in any sort of ritualistic way, but just living your days in a state of open-heartedness and forgiveness, I think is a really healthy way to be. And um, yeah, if that, that really resonates with me, at least. I don't know if anyone out there on our Facebook or Instagram live um, can resonate with, with that idea of living in a state of forgiveness. Um, the the other thing when it comes about when when it comes to forgiveness is we we often you know we're taught from a very young age or I, maybe I'll speak for myself I've I've been taught for a, from a very young age to forgive other people for things that they've done wrong to me and you know we we're t- we're, we're taught to apologize if we do something wrong and then we're taught to accept uh, other people's apologies. And then it's like, you know, that whole situation is like clear, you know, you apologize, you apologize and you accept an apology. And then it's like water under the bridge. Right. Um, And I've come to know personally that that doesn't necessarily mean that things are clear. You know, we can obviously I think we've all had the experience of someone faking apology an apology like, you know, you know, Timmy stole the candy from Joey and Timmy says, sorry. And, but he's really not sorry because he ate the candy and he enjoyed it, you know? Um, so, so I've come to know that there's nothing wrong with that. And really the, the deepest and most ultimate state of forgiveness is being forgiving to yourself. You know, this whole idea of self forgiveness where, you're letting go of any judgments that you're holding on towards others. So, you know, because judgments, when, when somebody quote unquote does something wrong to me and I judge them for that, 
I am actually the one that's suffering, holding on to that judgment. So if I can just recognize that that individual who quote unquote wronged me was doing their very best in that situation. And even though it seems like they should have done something different, they should have done something better. I can just accept that what happened and it just deeply accept inside of myself what happened and deeply accept that they were doing their best job and just kind of quote unquote, let them off the hook. When I can do that, I'm letting myself off the hook, you know, I, or, or it can go the other way. I can let myself off the hook and then that kind of lets them off the hook. Um, so, so yeah, this, this state of self forgiveness is really important because, um, you know, what's been present for me a little bit is, is the holding on to grudges, you know, grudges are something that weigh me down sometimes when I do realize that I'm holding on to a grudge, I feel heavy, I feel bad. I feel like, you know, physically I feel heavy and bad and kind of lethargic and like grumpy, of course. And if I can be in a perpetual state of self-forgiveness where I am forgiving myself for the judgments of others and the judgments of myself, then I, you know, am constantly renewing and and cleansing my mind, my emotions, and my physical body. And just to kind of tie it together here, because I love tying together kind of mind-body concepts. These are, these are concepts, but it's, it's um, you know, I was talking about, talking about forgiveness inviting me to feel lighter and freer and cleaner in my body. Um, but that isn't necessarily like a woo-woo kind of thing. This is, this is actually like science because when we forgive and let go, we create a neuroendocrine, you know, environment in our body that is nourishing, that is, you know, rejuvenating, that is healing. And we experience the healing effects physically as well as psychologically so it's not so it's like it actually is healing to the body when we're forgiving and flooding ourselves with these with these happy hormones this you know peaceful environment inside that can be measured we can measure this and we do and we can feel it and i know ever i know i've felt how like open-hearted and light and just energized I can get from just letting things go, forgiving, cleansing, clearing. Um, you know, it can be a really, you know, subtle, but really powerful experience and process. So, you know, wrapping things up here, um, you know, I, once again, I, I don't like to do, I don't like to advocate for things that are only on the physical level. And I don't like to advocate for things that are only on the spiritual or metaphysical level. I like to blend things and really get the, the most bang for my buck. I, I apparently I like, apparently I like um, efficiency and effectiveness. If you can't tell, I like, I like things that work and I like, I like getting results. So that being said, I like to incorporate the physical and the metaphysical 
And I think forgiveness and fasting is a great way of weaving those two, the metaphysical and the physical together to really cleanse and clear the body, the mind, the soul. So anytime that you are desiring greater health, this is my encouragement to you listeners out there. Anytime that you're desiring greater health, I think that action can be taken on these two levels, the physical and the metaphysical. I think that, you know, there are always opportunities to fast and to, you know, cleanse physically through nutritional, you know, habits, hydration, exercise, sweating, you know, all of these things that I love to talk about. There's always opportunities to cleanse and detox and release things physically. And similarly, there are always ways to cleanse and detox and let go of things metaphysically that are weighing us down in the mind and the emotions in the in the soul. You know, we can always kind of ease up on ourselves and others and be more loving, be more compassionate and be in a state of forgiveness. So... Um, that might be about all I've got to say on that note. And I just remembered that I forgot to say this in the beginning of uh, the conversation. But for I know a lot of people just tune in to the podcast via the podcast app, you know, either on iTunes or Stitcher or all the other places that people can tune in. Um, but for those people who are on the podcast app listening to this, I do these, you know, live sessions on Instagram and Facebook every Thursday at 12 p.m. So if you are interested in connecting, I, I you know, my vision is for these Instagram lives and Facebook lives, this uh, Alter Your Health Live, for it to be more of a conversation where I can kind of take questions and go and kind of have more of an engaged conversation with listeners out there. So that's my vision. And I know that we will manifest it. So thank you so much for your attention. And, um, and I just encourage you all to, to open up to cleansing on all levels, especially this time of year. I don't know, we're, we're, we're in this uh, you know, change of seasons, which always kind of invites some sort of renewal and fresh perspective and freshness. So let's take advantage of it together. Let's heal ourselves. Let's heal the world. Let's be kind. Let's be forgiving. Let's be light. And um, yeah, thank you so much again for your attention and looking forward to catching you next time. Peace and love.